the Bible Study Podcast, episode 406. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues a study of the book of Psalms with Psalm 74. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. Today, we continue on with Psalm 74, which is a masculine of Asaph. That is to say, it was written by Asaph. And it goes like this. O God, why have you rejected us forever? Why does your anger smolder against the sheep of your pasture? Remember the nation you purchased long ago, the people of your inheritance whom you redeemed, Mount Zion where you dwelt. Turn your steps towards these everlasting ruins, all this destruction the enemy has brought on the sanctuary. Your foes roared in the place where you met with us. They set up their standards as signs. They behaved like men wielding axes to cut through a thicket of trees. They smashed all the carved paneling with their axes and hatchets. They burned your sanctuary to the ground. They defiled the dwelling place of your name. They said in their hearts, we will crush them completely. They burned every place where God was worshipped in the land. Obviously, Asaph is having a bad day here, and based on the timing of when this was written, we're probably talking about it being written during the time of the exile, after Solomon's temple has been destroyed, because God has rejected his people. Now, we know the story of why God rejected his people and why, after 500 years of sending prophets, especially to the northern kingdom, but also to the southern kingdom, he finally tired of their unfaithfulness to him. They'd been worshiping other gods. The problem wasn't that people had come in and destroyed every place where God was worshipped in the land. The problem was that God wasn't being worshipped in the land enough. And so God has, in fact, rejected his people. And this is a cry from the psalmist that that might not be forever. That the people whom God redeemed, the people who are now sitting in a ruined temple, the people who survived but who watched the temple burn to the ground who watched the places of worship be destroyed, that God would remember these people. It's a fair request as long as we remember the other half of that, which is the people of God had a covenant with God. God said, I'll be your God and you be my people. I will do this. I'll be faithful to you if you're faithful to me. And God wasn't the one who broke the covenant. And the same is true with us, too, that God isn't the one who is unfaithful to us. There certainly can be times where God takes his protection away from us for whatever reason, whether it be the case of Job, where Job never finds out why, where he was being tried in a court he wasn't attending, where he was being tried in heaven and was never informed of the decision. Or it could be something like the people of Israel, where their own unfaithfulness led to the problem. But remember, we're talking about a God who sent prophet after prophet. We're talking about a God who desired to be with his people, who desires to be with his people. And so the prayer here of Asaph, that God won't reject them forever, is a prayer with hope. And the same is true of us, whether we have turned our back on God and gone a different direction, whether we worship false gods of whatever shape and size, other religions, money, success, power, all of those things. God still desires for us to turn around and return to him. And so the prayer of Asaph can be our prayer as well. 
He continues, we are given no signs from God, no prophets are left, and none of us knows how long this will be. How long will the enemy mock you, God? Will the foe revile your name forever? Why do you hold back your hand, your right hand? Take it from the folds of your garment and destroy them. Whatever has gone on here, Asaph doesn't understand it. Asaph doesn't understand why God is letting evil prosper. That's what it looks like. Again, if he's talking about the fall of the temple, there is a reason, and that God has said it. And yet sometimes we don't see. Sometimes we don't understand. Sometimes we don't know, often we don't know, why God is allowing things to happen. Why that person is sick. Why that person is unsuccessful. Why that person can't get a job. We don't know if this fulfills some particular part of God's plan. And it is frustrating today as it was then. It's frustrating when we see those who have turned their back on God and yet seem to be prospering. But Asaph continues, But God is my king from long ago. He brings salvation on earth. It was you who split open the sea by your power. You broke the heads of the monster in the waters. It was you who crushed the heads of Leviathan and gave it as food to the creatures of the desert. It was you who opened up springs and streams. You dried up the ever-flowing rivers. The day is yours, and yours also the night. You established the sun and moon. It was you who set all the boundaries of the earth. You made both summer and winter. And so he takes this little aside to have some time to praise God, some time to recognize all the things that God has done, to recognize the power of God, to recognize the creative power of God. Now, of course, he's going to get someplace with that. He's not just saying this because he's trying to butter up God. He is trying to butter up God, but he goes on and says, Remember how the enemy has mocked you, Lord, how foolish people have reviled your name. Do not hand over the life of your dove to wild beasts. Do not forget the lives of your afflicted people forever. Have regard for your covenant, because haunts of violence fill the dark places of the land. Do not let the oppressed retreat in disgrace. May the poor and needy praise your name. Rise up, O God, and defend your cause. Remember how fools mock you all day long. Do not ignore the clamor of your adversaries, the uproar of your enemies, which rises continually. And so the psalmist says, Lord, we know that your arm is still strong. We know that you haven't grown weak. We know that you have done all these things in the past and you are capable of doing all these things now. And Lord, look. Lord, see. Lord, defend your name. Lord, don't let this go on. I pray this week that God will answer your prayers, that things that are oppressing you, that people that are oppressing you, that diseases that are oppressing you may not continue. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com. You can also leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. You can follow me on Twitter, Pinterest, or Instagram at ChrisDuX. And as always, thanks so much for listening. found myself on a ledge three stories high at some condominiums contemplating my life and struggling to understand my purpose have you ever found yourself on the ledge my name is billy yates i'm a caring father mentor and friend in my new podcast 
Billy and the Goat. I share the life-changing events that shaped who I am today to remind you that no matter how far you've fallen, God can help you get up and thrive. Listen now at lifeaudio.com.